three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's QLC episode. I'm your host, Shahed Mamalchi, 20-year-old medical student, and this is the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. Join me and my guests as we openly discuss the reality that our schools never teach us. That's from burnout, feeling behind in life, overthinking, and so much more. So grab a snack, guys. Go on a drive, whatever you need to do to stop stressing about life for a sec and just enjoy the episode. Welcome to QLC with me. Woo! All right, everyone, welcome back to this week's episode. Today, um, I'm joined by my smart and successful friend, Salia Asim, one of the only few friends that I personally still talk about or to after high school. She's currently studying forensic psychology at the University of Toronto. She is also a small business owner of at Customs by Sal on Instagram. It'll be in the description as well as on the screen you guys should check it out basically it's exactly what it sounds like she customizes shoes in the most creative and personalized way and um she's kind of new at it i but i personally think that she's doing a great job and i'm very excited to have her on today because we share a lot of personal opinions about the topics of the day mindset independence about relationships stuff like that and we always have a great conversations She's so well-spoken, so I'm excited for you guys to see that. So, Salia, officially, welcome to QLC with me. How are you? you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's your day going with fasting? Because I know you're still fasting. It's not that bad. It's 1 here, like 1 p.m. Yeah. Uh, I didn't wake up to eat this morning. I kind of slept in. But I woke up. I went for a walk with my mom. We went on a very long walk. And yeah. then I came home yeah. and I got ready, did some schoolwork because my last exam is on Friday. And then here we are. Wow. What a productive yeah. day. I've, I've been like trying to figure out like a routine with fasting and working out and school because it's like exam season for us right now. And I feel like this is the first year where for me anyway, exams are in the middle of Ramadan. So like, I don't know what to do with myself, but I know you've been killing it because my exams haven't started yet, but yours did and they're almost done and you killed it and I'm so proud of you thanks you're so excited to be done I know and um when I think about you I always think about the conversations that we have like obviously for anyone who doesn't know me and Salia are kind of in a friend group like the four us four girls so when we do talk a lot of us talk within the friend group but I feel like with obviously every friend group you always have separate kind of mini friendships with the specific people and with you it's always um honestly it's about school and how we hate it but we also always would about stop school. doing it <laughs> yeah and it's about independence so when I thought about doing a topic forget single life blah 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 just independence you're the first person that came into mind and in regards to being independent you started your Instagram page so I said at customs by Sal kind of during the pandemic, if I'm not wrong. So I wanted to ask what gave you that idea? Because I honestly have no, I don't, I don't know that myself. Um, well, so prior to starting Customs by Sal, I did have a lashing business. So in 2019 yeah. of December, I got trained to do lashes, but I never fell through with it because school just got really busy. It was my first year as well. And honestly, when I do something, I just want to be the best at way. So, you know, for mm-hmm. lashes, you really have practice and stuff. So I kind of got scared of what others would say in terms of my work and whatnot. Um, And then comes around 
COVID time and I'm literally doing yeah. nothing but staying at home. And I was like, oh shit, like I want to do something. Um, and I'm on TikTok all the time and I see so many people with their small businesses. And I was like, what can I do that's not popular within our GTA area, like Toronto, Mississauga, Halton area? Because yeah. lashes is so popular. I was like, okay, let me start custom. Everyone I've does lashes loved- and beauty stuff. And I didn't, I until know. you did. It's the- so popular. Yeah. But honestly, like I was just on TikTok. I was like, I want to do something. Like I have so much free time. Um, you know, I've, I've loved to do art since I was younger and I'm really good with precision. So I was like, okay, why not make customs for people to wear and rock them? Everybody's so into streetwear nowadays or style. I was like, why not just do something like that? It takes a lot of time per shoe. I put a lot of work into one shoe. Oh, I Um, know. I'm like a perfectionist almost. When you see the final product, like, oh, this looks like so simple and nice. And it's not a lot of like, it's not really loud. It's just like a nice addition to the typical white Air Force. But I swear to God, Salia spends at least like five, six, seven, eight hours for one pair of shoes keeping in mind she was doing that mid-pandemic so first of all that motivation is so hard to keep up because it's kind of the same thing with me the podcast like okay I started it and now people know about it I'm announcing this I'm doing it but now it's like okay I have to keep doing it yeah or like long term yeah. but do you think if it wasn't for the pandemic um pushing you to kind of be more creative it kind of inspired you that you needed to do something like that would you have done it if it wasn't for the pandemic do you think um I definitely would have because like I said I did I did get trained in lashes prior Mm -hmm. to pandemic I've always wanted to start a little side hustle before I actually get into like my career and stuff just because I wanted to like get into the realm of business I'm not going into business so I just wanted to get into understanding how a little bit of it works builds contacts and networks like I'm networks getting so many people that I don't even know being my clients and I get Mm. to talk to them I get to like get to know them a little bit save their numbers talk to them here and there you know so it's just a matter of um, meeting new people and just kind of building my connections and the people I know because in the long run it's always beneficial to know a lot of people it's not exactly like oh you're gonna have to know everybody and become best friends with them but just like knowing people knowing I always find that it's a and people knowing yeah. of you, like despite yeah. having social media and all that stuff, word of mouth is always going to be exactly a really huge thing. And exactly, I've ex- been experiencing the same way, the same thing, but a different way the, with this podcast and stuff, because I feel like the podcast is for me what your lash business that I know you're going to start up again soon. Um, and then, yes, I saw you've been practicing and the customs by Sal. It's like those that same kind of something that teaches you and it's business and yes it makes you a better person blah 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 but at the same time it's just fun and it's for you nobody can take that away from you like no teacher no bad mark and yeah I love that love that for us look at us a matter of keeping you busy and just kind of doing something apart from just sitting on your phone all day and being Mm -hmm. like I feel like over the pandemic a lot of people have come to realize that like they need to get their uh, their their stuff together I don't want to swear no no you (laughs) can get their shit together you can swear you get their shit together (laughs) yeah so like you know whatever I do I have a whole routine now like I do so much and Although I do have a lot of lazy days where I'm literally on my phone on TikTok for like hours, I try to get out of that because you really only get like one chance at everything. You might as well take advantage of it. There's so many people in the world who don't even have the opportunity to start a business or to do something. And if I'm lucky enough to do it, then I'm going to want to take advantage of it, you know? Yeah. I, wow, I'm ex- <laughs> I know, no, no. But listen, I'm into it because I was just going to like add on that and say, I'm not going to lie. I've been scrolling on my phone most of the pandemic and it's we deserve to like what else are we supposed to do? But at the same time, if you have an yeah. idea, not a lot of people have the chance to be able to do it, especially right now with like Ramadan and fasting. I don't want to get all like super spiritual, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've always fasted. I've always, when Ramadan comes. Just continued on your life while fasting. Yeah. Yeah, we're very different. I know you're very different to how you were a year ago and even me and like so many things were different for both of yeah. us. And how do you think you personally changed with the pandemic? Forget customs by Sal and school, kind of what I was talking about, the whole wrote, journey. Okay, I've written that in my notes. So I'm so excited to talk about it. Okay, um, But I would say in terms of just having so much time on myself, I've really been able to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you that I started listening to a podcast about your mindset and I listened to at least like four or five episodes daily I really feel like it's wow. helped me just change my mindset um, I'm always just looking at things from like a more of an optimistic view but also reality wise as well so like I'm not being too fantasy or whatever like I'm not really like it's not all bubble gums and gumdrops and stuff like that but it's like you have to be real with yourself I've started my businesses I've been consistently working out since 2021 and I know like in 2020 I was but then I just mm. fell off because mm. school got in the way and like COVID, but like I had to make time for it, but I didn't. Um, I'm becoming a little bit more disciplined. You know, motivation isn't shit. It's all about discipline. So I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I was just going to say, it's not about motivation. It's about, it's about habit, I think, or about like committing to it's something. That it's, think of, kind of think of yourself, Salia or Shahad, whoever you are, a year now, what will they want your past exactly. self to have done for your future self exactly. type of thing mm-hmm. exactly like you have to make it a routine um you get to go to the gym I get to work out I'm grateful yes. that I get to work out there's people who don't even get to move a limb like I yeah. should be grateful I should be you know like keeping my body healthy my mindset healthy I've started to get proper sleep now I finally get like eight hours of sleep now you know I have like okay I'm working seven, on that I'm working eight. on that <laughs> It's so nice though, because you feel so refreshed and like everything is just so much better. Um, I go on, well, with Ramadan now, I go on like daily walks and stuff. So I don't really get to work out as much or as intense. Mm -hmm. Um, I've started reading books. I haven't read books since I was in like grade 12. That was like, that was like four. The laptop is sitting on like three books that I'm not going to lie. I haven't read, but I like, I got them to read this year. And like, that's my goal too. Like I want to disconnect from everything and just kind of indulge myself into a book and learn something that I didn't learn from Google or from I don't know just from this book and it's kind of like no one else gets to you feel like no one else knows about the story or whatever it's just me you know it's not like on social media but even though there's people reading the book but it's it makes you feel like you're in a different world I feel like nowadays like especially people like who I'm I was surrounded with they like I've never seen anybody read books I haven't I haven't read a book that I've wanted to read since like I don't know like middle school right now I'm reading David Goggins book which is a really really good book so I Mm. recommend that um in terms of building your mindset and everything and really just becoming more disciplined it's a really good book because he's gone through so much shit in his life and he's so 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 successful now taking tips from him and his books is really nice and helpful um but overall like I've just distanced myself from a lot of people that I used to talk to and I'm just focused on myself now I'm doing whatever I want to do. I'm kind of just working on myself, trying to better myself and just prepare for my future, you know, get good grades, do well in school so I can get you've always been like that. I don't I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but you've always been like that. But I I see it. I I don't really mention it to you or anything, but I've kind of been observing it from afar. Like this year, the past couple months for you, it's been very different. We've always been independent. We've always been motivated. Like we hustle. We've always been like that. But this year, it's more on a self-growth way in a way that doesn't involve anybody else or for 
a degree or whatever like yes we're still continuing those journeys and we're working our asses off for those but it's more for who I am as a person I don't want to get spiritual but like I kind of have to no I agree and you mentioned that book that you're reading I think for me um learning to be independent without being kind of cocky with my independence and that's listening to other people's stories and Mm -hmm. gaining learning a lot of things from them like I can't run this podcast without having my little research and my research Mm -hmm. comes from other people that have gone through their own maybe independence or single life whatever we're going to talk about now um those journeys in a different way and that's why I like also asking the guests first a couple questions about themselves because yeah it kind of helps the person that's listening and even me understand what where they are in life right now yeah it makes sense why, why I chose them for that specific topic type of thing um but yeah want to get like a feel for their energy and like the vibes yeah. that's set in the room and everything for me podcasts but yeah the energy like you said is the most important thing if I'm not vibing because it's like you're listening to someone's voice for 40 whatever minutes I kind of have mm-hmm. to trust them I don't know how to explain yeah. it before yeah. I listen to it makes sense but one thing that's been interesting um with the pandemic is being in the pandemic and being single we're both single I mean Salia unless in the past couple of days I've been talking to you and you're still single okay no, uh, no so am I by the way just um in case nobody knows that literally the past two episodes I've said I'm single I feel like I'm people said it with Laya too yeah but I swear it's not on purpose <laughs> <laughs> but honestly on one hand being single I feel like we're very lucky in the sense that we didn't need to I don't want to make it sound bad, but we didn't need to maintain a relationship. And we got that chance to focus on ourselves because to me, that sounds tiring. I, it was so hard to take care of me, let alone take care or nurture a relationship in a pandemic. But now that things are starting to kind of ease up, well, for me, um, for you, it's still like lockdown, blah, blah, blah. But you get what I mean. It's like, oh, it would be kind of nice to have somebody to just just have around, not even to like, you know, the whole love and blah blah blah. just someone to just to have somebody and that's basically what this entire episode is all about it's about being independent being this person that like doesn't need anyone but you know some like one yeah you would like one or like it at times yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) honestly part of like my personal quarter life crisis whatever is the fact that the pandemic, it got to a point where everybody that I spoke to, it was just boring. And it was so hard to, it's so hard to say that out loud now, because I don't want anyone that I have been talking to the pandemic to think that I was uninterested, but I know they think the same way towards me. Like, there's nothing to talk about. I don't know if you can relate to that at all, or I'm just going crazy. Um, No, I understand what you're saying. But I feel like ever since I was younger, I've always wanted to do things on my own. And I've, I've never really been dependent on anybody. And I don't think I really want to be dependent on anyone. Yeah. I'd rather do things myself because I want them done the way I want them done. I don't want to pressure anybody into doing it a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of like making somebody else feel uncomfortable, which I don't like. In terms of being independent, I just I really- feel like... Yeah, I just feel like I can do whatever I want at any time. I don't have to uh, wake up and I have to say like, oh, good morning. Like some days I just not in the mood and I don't want to say it, but I feel like I have to say it because I'm so in do a you think right? When you relate in depe- our, in our level of independence to a relationship, do you think it's we don't want to be in a relationship or is that us using as it's like an excuse for basically saying we're not ready to be in a relationship yet? Because if somebody hears us talking, they're just like, 
they're still not ready to be in one don't get into a relationship and I agree like I'm not ready to be in one it's not just about oh I don't need anyone I'm just not ready to make that commitment where I wake up and I'm like how is your day like I don't I don't care like (laughs) it's about my day (laughs) um I agree I think it is a matter of like not being ready I just to me I feel like we only get one life we only get one shot at life so do whatever you want to do and this is our prime time we're in our 20s later on in the future we're gonna get married we're gonna have kids and we're gonna have to whoa you hear that voice (laughs) and we're gonna have to settle down right so like right now I just want to like relax and chill and have fun and like Mm. do whatever I want experience go wherever travel places on my own terms and not really have to be a choice somebody else exactly so it's I'm not ready nor do I really want anything serious right now because I just want to have fun in life and like I just want to experience everything I can before I really have to settle down does that make sense I I agree with you kind of how I see it it's not a situation we're in it's a choice that we and when I was doing research for this episode I realized a lot of people that meet people like us think we need help or there's something like psychologically (laughs) wrong like we had bad childhoods I'm like no I don't honestly I don't know why I'm so independent it's not like I'm an only child I have siblings like I have friends my parents date love me and support me together yeah yeah, they're still together but the single aspect of it the relationship part I don't personally understand because well I don't know we're gonna get into that later but basically we choose to be single because if we don't we date we know we're not gonna be at this point of our lives the best possible partner right now and I agree I know I won't be I won't be selfless I won't be attentive like I'm gonna be selfish so why would I put someone through that you know well I just feel like if you're gonna do that it's not fair to the other person they get invested as the relationship goes on but you're just kind of pulling out and I've experienced that myself so I just don't want to make the mistake again but I know that I'm not 100% about it and if I and I had to think about it long term as well right like I can't just think about it day to day because Mm -hmm. it's a matter of like someone's time I'm not wasting their time for a whole year just for them to know like oh I wasn't in it 100% yeah see I never had now Like now year. I have to think about it long term wise and be like, okay, where do I see myself going? And just because I, I don't, it. I feel like wasting somebody's time is the biggest bad. Uh, like, you know, like it's just like, mm. damn, like six You don't want to be that person like, really- that does that to someone. I think it's because on, an, on some level, we've experienced that in our own way where we feel like they're wasting our time. That's what I'm trying to say. I know it's different for you, obviously, but I've never really been in a long-term relationship in my whole life. It's not intentionally, but unintentionally, it's that's how it's always always been for me. And maybe I haven't just, I don't see that perspective or haven't met someone that makes me see relationships as something that's fun rather than, okay, it's like a commitment. It's like you're giving up something. That's how I see it. Like I'm giving up a part of me to be in a relationship. And I know it's not how a healthy relationship is like I don't know do you think it's the like the right person will make us or make you want to step out of that I'm too independent to be dating you mentality a hundred percent a hundred percent and I feel like it's you feel locked into the person when you're not fully ready and that's what kind of pulls you back when you're with somebody who you're so healthy with doing so well with and have such a like emotional connection you don't feel like you have to do something for them you want to do it and you do it without even realizing you're doing it but when you're locked into somebody but you feel like you have to do it you're not fully you know like you're not fully about it when the person comes you'll know yeah um you'll want to create space in your life for them I guess exactly 
yes, I'm busy, but I know that I can move. I can create space for a romantic relationship. I just don't want to. And like maybe if it mattered for you enough, you would do it. Yeah, but at the same time, because I didn't want this the whole episode to be like us coming on here bashing people that are in relationships or I, I am looking at both perspectives the perspective that we don't kind of see life from I guess we don't have that mentality where we're looking or searching or putting ourselves out there for the right person um, or right person but maybe a, by doing that so because we do it to a very extreme level like for me anyway I know sometimes it can get way too much where I'm like no like no one helped me I can do it on my own people are like it's okay to ask for help but that's really hard for me to, to admit. So I think the issue is we're kind of blinding ourselves or stopping opportunities maybe for relationships. It is we're independent, but at the same time, it could be that we're blocking those issues from coming in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just too young right now. And I know a okay. lot of people who have been like high school sweethearts and like whatnot. Personally, right now, my, my motive is somewhere else. My motive right now is mainly my career. Like, that's all I care mm-hmm. about, honestly. I just want to get in my career and then we'll see from there what happens. Yeah. And I also feel like I haven't met enough people. I haven't experienced enough things yet to really know. That's like, another thing, yeah. One, I literally live in, like, I live in a small town. Like, there's so many people. Listen, like, I, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> there's still no one. <laughs> Listen, don't worry. But, like, that's like, the thing. I moved if across you get the world, job, bro. Say when you start, you're going to do residency, right? Like yeah. down the line or whatever. Hopefully. Yeah. When you start that and like when you actually start your career, whenever that may be, you're going to get to meet so many more people that you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. I it personally think that I in haven't that batch met of people, mature guys yet. Like I haven't been exactly, through that phase yet. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. In that batch of people, you may meet somebody. I just feel like right now there's nobody that's so mature, like the ideal person for you. Yeah. Maturity is the first thing. Maturity is the number one. My age group. I think, yeah, yeah. I get it a lot. A lot of people say I'm too mature. So I would like somebody that would be on the same. Someone that can reciprocate Reciprocate. that energy. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. You mentioned um, you're focusing on your career. You're focusing on school. You're focusing on that. But at the same time, like it can get overwhelming. Like I was talking to you a couple, literally two days ago. And we were talking about how literally school, school is a scam, basically. Like I'm, yeah, go on. No, it's a, well, not a scam, but I'm just saying, okay, I talk about TikTok so much. I'm so obsessed with it. But like there's so many people that I see online, such successful businesses, and they're literally like younger than me and they have more money than me, more capital than me, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and never gone to school before. So when I think about it, I'm like, is school really necessary? But I feel like a lot of things that like, especially what I want to get into, I'm going to have to have a degree. That's the thing. Yeah. Same for you as well. So it's like you have to go. But I feel like school has just put such a pressure and burden on people for absolutely no reason. Because in the real world, when is there going to come a time where you're never going to get help from other people? Like you Mm -hmm. think I'm going to be in an operation room without other surgeons doing a full operation on my own? Like the chances of that is probably one in... I don't know, a thousand million, whatever. Yeah. But like you have so many resources that you can always find and ask people for. But like they test you in a way that it's like, okay, everybody for themselves. Like you're the only person on the planet that's going to get. I think that's kind of why school puts a lot of pressure on you. We're both in the realm of science. So I'm in medicine, you're in forensic psychology. So the things that we want to get into require school at this level, like at this Mm -hmm. extreme level. And a lot of the things that I study in medicine, like, yes, we are studying it because we need, we need, we need it for our patients. But I think I know a lot of things are literally just to create that sense of stress and put ourselves under pressure 
And I understand why university would do that to kind of make you more competent, competent when you are a doctor. Um, yeah, because I feel like they try to weed out the people that aren't cut for the oh yeah for the job with the profession. They filter right? people out. It, yeah, they do. Like after first year, so many people drop out of their programs. They switch professions, schools, jobs, etc., whatever. So it's a it's like first year is always so 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 hard on people just so they really see my like, cut out for this job do I really find interest in this do I really want this but sometimes I just feel like it's so much especially in COVID like I feel like all my professors have piled on like 10 times more assignments and tests yeah. and quizzes and whatnot and waited so much more so many more readings like I feel like in first semester I was reading at least a couple uh, I don't know like maybe 800 to 1,000 pages yeah. a week I see all so your snapchats like for me and my university system, it's in my year anyway, based off of lectures. Lectures come, deliver a lecture. They tell you there's outside, these are the outside readings you can do, but we will mostly examine you on lectures. But for you, you have lectures. And then on top of that, there's just extra things that it's like, is that really, is that in a pandemic really necessary? Professor, or like doctor, or whatever. It's not necessary. So why are you doing it? I don't understand. There was probably like maybe one or two very nice accommodating profs that I've had mm. all year. Um, but I just finished an exam with one prof. And, oh my God. It was three hours of lecture and it was for abnormal psych. So I was learning about schizophrenia, dissociative identity disorder. It was heavy. Okay. There was so much involved, chemicals involved. There was medication treatment, etiology, um, timeline prevalence, et cetera. Like there was oh, so oh much goodness, involved we learned. So it was so interesting to me because that's what I'm interested in. But it was mm-hmm. so, so, so long. It should have been a one-year course. But like three hours for her lecture. And then it's around three hours per textbook reading. But when you're taking notes and you have to keep pausing, despite being on 2XP, like it takes me at least, I would say, six the to seven hours just for that. doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> listen to her, like, holy shit. I'm she's like, so I need slow. to go faster. And I keep going faster to the point where I'm like, like, I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> yeah she literally didn't there's always anything. that there one was no virtual prof that I'm like do you really so not bad. care about anything like do you, do you really like not care about our mental health you just you know what was funny Shahad it was a class about abnormal psych it was a class about mental health the entire thing was about <laughs> mental health she's a mental health professor or professor and she didn't care and uh, this one time I was listening to her lectures and she's like oh sorry I got distracted and watching Game of Thrones oh my god I'm getting so triggered she makes me so so mad oh trust me I have that feeling just ruins your entire experience with that yeah. semester I get it I feel it. like I don't even know how to study to be honest like I yeah. my study yes you do shut up shut up good. don't act they're like, so like up. you're doing good ah they're so bad <laughs> when I'm done I'm done school until summer school it's like I know I don't really care I'm just like as much as I try to make time for hobbies school still is the biggest part of my life and when you are I feel like studying science specifically it needs to be the biggest part of your life yes you can still have balance but when you think about it that is the main priority so of course we're talking about relationships we are not going to be thinking of a long-term relationship. They're not going to work for us and for our lifestyle, I guess, especially with my overseas situation. Like it makes things a lot more confusing because I'm like, like, where do I go? You're here half the year. You're there half the year. I'm home. I always say to my friends, I'm homeless. Like I don't have one country. (laughs) The next topic I want to get into kind of correlates to what we already talked about, but I feel like there is a lot of stigma around 
woman being independent. And I saw that a lot when I was doing research. I never grew up asking for help, really. Um, And I know we're both like that. Um, we like we like giving and giving but it's very hard for us to receive help I feel like women are attacked for that you need to kind of be more friendly and like just because I'm independent doesn't mean I'm gonna be a cold-hearted bitch I can still be friendly you know what I mean well this has been like an ongoing issue since the early times but it's just I feel like nowadays women are becoming more independent and they want to make a name for themselves more and more now but obviously with the whole like gender women this men that like it's just some people who have such backwards Mm -hmm. mentality are still going to be bringing it up hence why it's not fully you know forgotten about I don't want to rely on somebody like I want to be making my own money I want to be in my own profession I want to do stuff for myself I don't want to rely on somebody to give me stuff yeah I don't want to just sit at home for even men that's like you know people say like it it should be 50 50 in a relationship that's what I think I don't think it's um you complete me or I complete you I'm a whole person you're a whole person but we are an extra kind of level of happiness when we're together type of thing um obviously women went through a lot of shit that they I agree they're trying to kind of prove themselves as women like when I am independent I'm kind of proud of myself for you know even when I talk to my mom she's always like I'm so proud of you because you know when I was you were like I was your age I wouldn't have been able to do this and that and she's like it's so cool that you have this podcast just you can start it from your room it's kind of like why not let women finally get what we deserve? Why should men be seen as independent? And they are like bosses for being independent. But if women are bosses, then she's cold-hearted. People have something to say despite the topic, whatever it is. Like, yeah. you can't really expect that not to happen you just have to really forget all the negativity and just focus on the positivity because there's going to be a significantly bigger number <laughs> there's going to be a large portion of people who agree with what you're doing versus people who aren't the people who are negative are usually the people who are jealous um they don't want to see you succeed or they just have that point and ignorant yeah they're uneducated they're ignorant they have nothing else to do but mm-hmm. throw hate i feel like a lot of people that start their own businesses at such yeah. a young age their friends aren't as supportive they're not they're not supportive mm-hmm. it's just because they're and I've never really experienced it myself but I know for a lot of people they have yeah. but it's just because they're jealous that you are two steps ahead of them and they're still in the same position mm-hmm. and I've heard this in so many mindset podcasts like Rob Dial says this all the time your friends are never really going to support you as much as people that you don't even know will. You're more successful than the person who's saying it to you, right? Like at least you have something started up, even if it is chicken scrap at the moment, you have something started up that they don't have. It's all out of jealousy. It's all jealousy. That's all. That's basically what it is. The black and white is that. I agree. But I wanted to mention that you kind of touched upon people that do get that level of success, you know, founders of big companies, they do it obviously because they have the same mentality that we have where they want their business to grow blah 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 independent all that stuff but at the same time you need to ask for help to get to that point and while I was doing research for the podcast I realized that I I did have that mentality of why would I need anybody for help I can do it on my own and I feel like you said I feel like a burden sometimes um, when I do ask for help because I never want to ask somebody for something then waste their time But that's also a huge weakness that I realized I have. And I feel like I put up a lot of blocks, people in my life, a lot of guards up and I go into survival mode. That's part of why I also choose to stay single because I know I'm still not ready to accept someone's help. 
And if I do get that help from them, like, it almost in like an offensive way when it's really yeah. not, it's just them being genuine. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. Now um, the, the question is, do we need to change that? How do you still keep that independence, but also ask for help? How do you keep that balance? I'm so bad at asking for help I think I'm just not confrontational whatsoever Mm. like it's like if I did something wrong I I feel like I'd want to yeah like I've never confronted anybody about anything that's bothered me and that's a really really bad trait that I have and I always wanted to fix it but I I wouldn't confront it just because I don't want to bother them with it and I feel like okay whatever like I'll five six days it'll pass over blah 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 but at the end like you just blow up and it's such a bad thing I have I'm really bad at confrontation But like now I want to change it. And like in terms of asking for help, like you're not going to get anywhere in life without asking for help. There's no single person in the world who's been successful without help. You know, all these big people, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, whatever, whatever, like they've all had mentors in their life who have guided them, mentoring all of that in their life for them to be where they are, right? Like you're not going to get somewhere without accepting help. But I feel like the people that I need to ask help for, I've never met them yet right? Like you're not going to go ask your mom for help about your podcast if she's never had a podcast of her own. You know, you're going to want to go to somebody else who's had a podcast to get their advice for career wise. I haven't met anybody who's been in my career or wants to go into my career to get help from. So it's like you have to find the right people to ask for help. Otherwise, they're going to guide you in the wrong direction. And it's just going to be a big setback for you. But yeah, I do agree with you. I do need to start asking for more help. Yeah, you do. And I got mm-hmm. that from Rob's podcast. Like he, t- he told me that like, he, if he wants to grow his Instagram, he's not going to go ask for his mom's help. She's never had an Instagram in his life or her life. How are you going to ask for her life? If she, oh my God. How are you going to ask for her help if she's never had an Instagram, right? So you're going to go to someone who has a really yeah. big, big, like high following successful Instagram and ask them for their tips and tricks and what to avoid and what not, right? Or yeah, that's be. part of networking. You figure out. but when you do get to that stage where let's say we are hopefully six five years from now and we have those people those resources and forget career maybe it's you know help with mental health like you said you need to confront someone because you're not happy about something the guy named Matthew Hussey and his whole point was you need to drop the act and just let people help you like stop being arrogant yeah just be more humble and admit that you need help and he answered, so he takes in phone calls and he answered this one girl who literally said she's an entrepreneur, she's very successful, she's single, she has a good life, she's rich, like she's doing good. But despite all of that, she always gets told or she also feels that she's very unapproachable and she's way too single because of the level of independence that she's reached. Like she's like, now I'm open to be in a relationship, but I just don't know how to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said something that I found really interesting. And he said, as an entrepreneur, in order to be successful, you eventually need to create a team. You need to ask for, you need to reach out to other people. You shouldn't see it as you are now weak or dependent. You need to be humble enough to admit that your business will not grow being run by just you, by one Mm -hmm. person. It might still be a good business, you know, but your growth five years and now will be zero percent so he he told her he's like you need to stop thinking you're too independent to allow others in it's independence is great but it gets to a level where it's extreme and you just become arrogant and cocky and people can't really have fun around you and I just found it really interesting that yeah that you're 
kind of like her strength could then end up turning into a weakness. A weakness. I don't know I'm waving my hands around so much, but mm-hmm. I just found that so <laughs> interesting. And I was no, saying I even in 2021, humbling yourself is like the thing of the year because I started off my- You my, said that to Sarah. I think so. Sarah, yeah. Holy shit, I know your podcast inside out. <laughs> Look at you, num- my number one fan. But yeah, I think basically moral of this whole rant I went on is- we are independent there's a point you can't live your life alone yeah you need to admit that you you need people yeah no I agree it's the same thing as working in groups for me especially in high school and everything was more fun than working alone um just because I got to see other people's mind like the way that their brain processes things the way that they have Mm -hmm. they create ideas the way for you to get successful is to have a team where you can input so much ideas that you come up with one grand idea right I can take my idea from here and literally bring it all the way up there I can yeah. grow so much if I just take in other people's words so working as a team has always been something um, I'm looking forward to in the future the profession that I want to get into I can't work on it alone like I'm gonna have Same. to have a whole I'm gonna have to have a whole backbone to help me get where I want to be and actually succeed so that's and I don't know I'm if working, you're like that I'm I was gonna say I'm working on it yeah. because I don't like group work And a lot of people, just med school, stuff like that, don't like group work either. And I think I realized it's because we got to where we are now by ourselves. So the idea of, it's kind of this idea that it's like, why would I, like, I can just do it on my own. It'll be faster. Like I can get it done. This year I had an assignment, whatever, with 12 people. Okay. 12 people. (laughs) Bro, 12 is a big group. (laughs) 12 is such a big group. I'm not even, listen, I still hated it. And I'm not here to say I'm, I learned something from it, but at the same time, I'm trying to take be less controlling. It can get toxic in a way. If I, I feel let like it. it makes you dominant in situations you don't really want to be dominant and yeah. controlling in. And sometimes right? sometimes it gets to a point where I'm like, I would love for someone else to be dominant, but my I don't my brain doesn't I can't even yeah. do that. I just would I feel like, like you need to take the lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, to sum up this discussion, I am going to say a couple sentences that Matthew Hussey said. His whole idea is to stop trying to impress people. Instead, think of it like you're trying to give people value and you're gaining value from other people. So he says, mm-hmm. if you can be somebody that can ask for help, you're, you will be stronger. When you do that, it allows you to be served. Needing somebody doesn't mean you'll be hopeless without them. That's not the goal of life go out there and ask for help. And the worst that can happen is that you get rejected. But since you claim you're so strong and so independent, you should be okay with rejection. Move on Mm -hmm. and give value. And I was like, wow. It helps you. It helps you become so resilient and just bounce back from all your, your setbacks and stuff. For example, like say you're working with a group of 12 people and you're the only undergrad there. And the rest of the 12 people you're working with or doctors or surgeons or whatever mm-hmm. you're going to want to work in that group and you're going to want to learn every single thing you can learn True. because the, the quote is you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with right so if you're going to yeah. want to become successful you have to surround yourself around five successful people so you have to look at it like that you can't always be like okay I have to be more dominating I have to be more controlling I have to take lead sometimes you really just have to step back and just let other people teach you as opposed to doing the other thing around and as an independent so person of- that's definitely something that requires you to kind of get out of your comfort zone but that's something that yeah. I always preach like I want to get out of my comfort zone so I think with independence that's definitely something I want to work on yeah being independent is not 
it's not all rainbows and lollipops and stuff like it is hard yeah, yeah, like it yeah. has a lot of aspects to it that you wish that you could change but it's the same thing as being extroverted or non-independent as well I'm not gonna say extroverted because I'm extrovert myself but I'm also independent so I'm not gonna say it's just people who are extroverted but it's just a matter of being independent versus not independent they both have their pros and cons you just have to get out of your shell and really work on your cons like I'm getting out of my shell this is me getting out of my comfort zone me being up on like YouTube or whatever like it's not in my comfort literally but I it's not in mine either but it's it's growing on me like I've realized yeah. I haven't recorded in a while but the second I sit here and I start recording and I see the person like I see you I'm like wow like I, I realize oh okay I'm, I actually do this every week or I'm putting out an episode every week even when I'm posting on my story like go watch it yeah. in my head obviously I see who's seen my story and yeah. I see like yeah. the views that I get in my head no one is listening to it just because I'm independent yeah. like you said doesn't mean you know I'm, yeah just finding balance that's the whole point it's just I think my biggest goal this year is really pushing myself pushing myself out of my comfort zone and just becoming more disciplined um like mm-hmm. I want to do things that I I wouldn't expect myself to do whatever it may be even if this I is one of them look at you yeah you think this you'd is be one good of them. At this but you're killing it yeah another thing is that I've joined boxing maybe a month and a half ago and now I'm learning boxing and Muay Thai and everything and no actually nobody knows this nobody but my family knows this because I just don't want anybody to know um just because it's something that I it's so cool I think um but like yeah I go to the gym all the time (laughs) (laughs) who's gonna (laughs) win oh my god I'm sorry all the okay the Demelio sisters that showed up to one of the fights oh my god I saw they were there so, I think it was Dixie D'Amelio putting on the belt and I was like okay so it's so weird to me how these people are famous after like nine months of TikToks TikTok really blows you up bro you should put your podcast on there because you never know I've tried listen I've come know. to realize I'm not I don't know how to be like quick and get my point across quick and be yeah. funny like quick 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 and I've tried putting on putting on like snippets of my podcast on TikTok I was watching one today but really but even when I do it I'm like this is not I don't know what I'm doing like I just post random yeah. things yeah. I don't know it's I all think... trial and error though right you have yeah. to keep doing it until you find your 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 balance or your comfort or you know your niche yes. or whatever I think I'm just a perfectionist and I, I that's one thing I'm trying to change or work on yeah. and I think in a relationship in the future and I don't know if you can relate but sometimes I can have a power complex where I think without even like unintentionally I'm always dominant so it gets to the point where people allow people allow me to just be dominant and then I just I feel this power and and I've been told that people are like scared of me and like I'm controlling but I I would love to just not be with someone that is like that but I think for the longest time I'm like oh I need someone that can do that for me whatever whatever but I think the issue is Mm -hmm. I need to change not the other people Mm Mm-hmm. yeah and it's a big it, it takes a lot from someone to realize what you need to change as opposed to like what you need to find yeah. right like it's a big personal step in your life knowing that you have to change something about yourself mm-hmm. and not you have to find somebody who has these qualities because there's not going to be somebody who can cater to every single one of your needs oh for sure but it's a really like it's such a big stepping stone for you that you realize that you have to start being less controlling or less dominant or you know just make it 50 yeah. 50 or whatever a lot of people at our age don't realize this because they're not I don't want to say mature because I don't know what everybody's life is like but I want to say mm-hmm. they're not 
as um men- mentally there or maybe like self growth wise yeah. i think they haven't gone there. through things um mentally or internally or um reflected on things the level like reflected, that we do like self-reflection yeah. yeah you know a lot of people do say being too independent is a trauma response so i personally don't think okay. i'm like that I, I didn't have bad parents or a bad family mm-hmm. life so why am i out of my f- three other siblings the most independent one me and too. for me, me too. yeah for me it's because i've moved all my whole life I've always moved so I've moved four countries and within those countries multiple schools yeah and houses and I always had this idea that okay I'm gonna come to the school make a couple friends I never thought of things friendship or relationship wise long term so it's it makes me uncomfortable thinking of a long-term relationship and I think I only got comfortable with long-term friendships when I came to like, you know, the part of life where I met you and I met people that I realized, oh, like I'm staying at this school for a while or I'm not moving out of our town for a while. So I kind of need to get comfortable with that. And my, if we're going to get into psychology, you know, my ego kind of, it told me you're the only person that can take care of yourself. So just keep doing that. It's working. It's working. Yeah. That's kind of maybe my trauma response. I don't freaking know why I'm like this. I don't think it's related to trauma response, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just think it can be, but it's not always because there are yeah. people who have had such traumatic incidents in their life who are so dependent on other people because they never had anybody when they suffered from that trauma. But there's also people who become so closed and so um, independent because they've gone through such trauma. So you can't really mm-hmm. define it as trauma-based. So it's a mix of both because never in my life have I ever gone through any sort of trauma that's made me you know really yeah, like, but I, um, I meant like trauma it doesn't have to be like you could classify you know me moving constantly never having stable friendships I guess that's trauma but to me it was just that's just how I grew up you know what I mean like someone else can yeah, hear that and be like oh that's so sad but like you know I turned out fine I have friends now that are long-term friendships that's what mm-hmm. I meant by like just something that in your life that causes you to be a certain way that's what I mean by trauma response. But I do agree. It doesn't always have to be like that. Some people just are born independent, yeah. I guess. I feel like it's all about the mindset and where you are with your mindset. As you get older, you do become a lot more independent than you were when you were in your teens or maybe your early yeah. childhood. Just because everybody's on their different path and everybody's doing their own thing. One is Focusing getting married, on one's having a kid, one's trying to get into into their career, one's trying to get a um a promotion like everybody's doing such different things in that adult time of their life I love like your band-aid have... by the way just not I don't know why I just noticed your band-aid my nail broke <laughs> but they have no reason they have no reason to not be independent and help yourself get out of that rut For um sure. but obviously like you always have so many resources so many people that you can reach out to if you ever need help mm-hmm. but I feel like when you get older you do become more independent you know, I think some people on the other end of the spectrum versus us, like I've definitely definitely met friends that are too dependent and especially my girlfriends um, that tell me about their relationships obviously are not successful relationships because they depend too much on the guy or the girl they're with, whatever. And I don't know how to help them because I'm like, I've never... They're going... See, they're going to the wrong person to ask for help. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you want help growing your, your podcast, you're not going to go to somebody who's never started a podcast. You have to go to somebody who's experienced it, who's felt that pain, whatever, that mm. obstacle. 
and you have to get their advice because otherwise your advice is not as strong as it can be and yeah. you're just wasting I think time. you should actually get two types of advice at all times. Like I always go to the, like you said, the person that can relate to you or has been through something like that with um, maybe like personal life issues. You go to someone that has a completely different perspective. So me as an ind- independent person can give my girlfriend that is so dependent on other people that very um, different yeah. perspective. Yeah. And then yes. she can see both type of thing. And-, yeah. and a lot of the times, you know, like not a lot of people are black and white mm-hmm. with people. Like I, for some, I feel like sometimes I am sugarcoating stuff, but there's times when I have to get down to the whole, okay, I'm going to tell you straight. I'm going to be blunt with you, but then you're going to also have to I'm go to the people who are going to give person. it to you. So she's deaf. Shahad is the type of person who is going to give it to you straight. Yeah. And she's going to simplify it from like all the, like all the sappy stuff from this to like this. Like it's so yeah. convenient just going to you for advice. You're going to tell me what to do and then I'm going to act on it. Right. I can't go mm-hmm. get advice from someone who's going to give me paragraphs worth of stuff saying like, all these like nice characteristics and mm-hmm. attributes and traits about myself and then like the last line is gonna be like okay I think this is what you should do like you're wasting yeah. my time it when depends I need on I think help. it's because I'm a very logical person so I'll get a bunch of information someone's like upset crying blah blah I'm like okay 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 so what's actually the issue like stop crying yeah fix it yeah. and yeah. of course I'm still I obviously I nice. still I'm still nice or I think I am yeah. but yeah. compared to the regular person i do think if you need straight up advice and nothing that involves mm-hmm. sugarcoating like i'm probably yeah. that person time is something you can't get back and i don't want my time yeah. to be wasted most of the time we but, have yeah. that solution inside of we already know what we need to do but we just need someone that is not us to yeah. say it out loud and i yeah. think yeah. the issue with people not taking their own advice is fear and that's kind of the next and kind of final topic fear that I wanna- and judgment yeah. yeah everybody is afraid of something no matter how strong powerful independent whatever the hell you are either it's fear of being hurt because you have been hurt by something before um, obviously the topic we're talking about relationships and independence it could be fear of getting to know someone and then it's just your time is wasted and you're disappointed the next time we meet someone let's see if this is worth it or not because is it going to take yeah. away from my time and my independence and is it going to, you know, all the stuff we've been talking about, yeah. kind of like giving up you before close it starts. Yourself, yeah, yeah, you close yourself off. You True. try to find more cons just so you kind of avoid the entire situation and be like, okay, I avoided it because there were so many cons. But in reality, you made up all those. Because you're false afraid. reality. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the guy I was talking to, uh, talking to, talking about Matthew Hussey, <laughs> he basically says that, you know, how people always say, you need to be happy by yourself before you get into a relationship there. He says we should aim to be happy enough, not happy. And he says being happy enough is kind of this, what is it? Like a Venn diagram or a pie chart? Three things. It's three things. Um, So number one thing, yeah, I don't know what it's called. (laughs) The number one thing in being happy enough is communication. Number two, confidence. Number three, your life hobbies interests your mentality friends career confidence is your own confidence that you'll be able to confront someone you'll be able to stand up for yourself when you're not treated properly or you don't agree with something your partner is saying stuff like that and you're not insecure to the point where you're going to project it and if it's going to affect your relationship so that's confidence communication is basically being able to receive communication relay it back and give it back in a way that works for your partner so kind of like understanding love languages so he said you should aim to be in a comfortable position with all three of those things like if you're lacking in any one of those things then you're not really for ready for a relationship 
I think I'm lacking in the communication part. I think you're lacking in the confidence part. A hundred percent. I love that. It's because it's just confidence wise. I think I'm just afraid to really just Mm -hmm. speak my mind, open up, get out of my comfort zone. But it's all a matter of just working on myself day by day and improving myself. Because like I said, I want to get out of my comfort zone this year and do things that I won't typically find myself doing. And I hope by the end of the year or not even year, but whenever that time comes, I'm more confident in my abilities and more confident in what I want to do, what I say, all of that. When, when you're not confident personally, you're not confident with somebody else. And that's what I think lacked. And I think that's what finished off all my past Past relationships relationships. or whatnot. Not being confident made me not communicate as well. Yeah. And I think I've, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that combined with you being a very independent woman makes the other person feel unwanted or makes the other person feel as some type of way that you kind of repel them from you. You push them away. I think that's what relationships are. You just, you learn multiple lessons to the point where you accumulate all that. And then you meet someone else that's accumulated their own set of trauma from past relationships and yeah. issues and lessons. And then you yeah. come together, throw it onto each other and you try to make it work. And then that's the right person yeah. for you. That's how I see relationships. And I think, like you said, we're not, we haven't met enough people. We haven't gone through enough maybe to be open to be in that long-term relationship yet. Yeah. And I think that's okay to admit. Like it's, we have time, we're chilling, you know? so much time I haven't experienced the world the way I want to yet I don't even know if I will because of COVID now but like (laughs) there will come a day where I need to reach out to somebody and get Mm -hmm. advice from somebody in the business world or in the um I don't even know any other occupational type of business business world the science world different worlds self the different worlds like I'm gonna need to find somebody and I want people I want relationships with people on every single part I don't want them just in my science field. I want them in business, science. You want to be multidimensional. That's what you're trying to say. And okay. And I feel when you're committed to something, you can't do everything you want to do. That's the whole reason why right now, I just don't think it's the best time because there's so much that I want to do. And if that person doesn't agree with it, I'm going to hold my, I think that's maybe because of it. Just always remember, just always remember that like a proper person is not going to be intimidated by you because you don't need him 24 7 and if he is yeah then just let it go this this goes for men too vice versa if your val if your validation is based on your partner needing you then you're a weak person work on yourself then go on and date people you know what i mean and i think that's something that people our age don't realize so i always get from a guy's like Oh, you're unapproachable. You're too independent. Those who are independent themselves or those who are mature themselves will understand that it's not you being unapproachable. And basically what I'm trying to say is that a person who is not mature enough won't recognize the strength you have of being independent and they'll just think that you're unapproachable. Whereas somebody who's more mature and who has, I don't know, experienced more or seen or connected with more people who are independent like that will understand where you're coming from. Right. Yes. You literally like right said now what there's so many perfectly. Yeah. There's so many people right now that they're just gonna say something such as you're not approachable or you gotta loosen mm-hmm. up or you gotta have some fun. You can do all those things. You've done all those things. You continue to do all those things. You can be fun. You are so fun. You're approachable. Thanks. But it's just they don't <laughs> understand. <things>. Basically. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you summed you summed it up. There's this there's this quote that says 
if the why is strong enough, the how will re reveal itself. So if you know you really want something, you will figure out all the ways to get to that point. So you just have to apply that to everything. Like if you know that you really want to be um, more communicative, more confident, all the reasons to get there will come come towards you like I know how badly I want to get into my specific career and my specific job and right now I know how to get into it but I haven't thought about all the setbacks I'm gonna have I haven't thought about all the obstacles I'm gonna go through but because my why is so strong because I know why I want that so badly I know that all the reasons or all the setbacks that I'm gonna have I'll overcome them and I'll find even more ways to get to that point because I want it so badly all the reasons as to how to do it will just come naturally to you. Holy shit, I should be a motivational wow. speaker. <laughs> you literally. You know what? I'm going to leave it there. Guys, do everything Salia just said. That's Aww. that's what I was trying to get at with this whole yeah. with this whole episode and she summed it up. So, just focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. And everything will follow. Yes. Every freaking episode, I this comes to me, but literally focus on yourself and self-love. But I like how you always go back to that one thing because that's the biggest thing that you can really grow on is your mindset and how you love yourself how you perceive yourself because at mm -hmm. the end of the day the more you love yourself the more everything is going to be better <laughs> for you in life yes. so yeah I like how you wrap everything up with that in the Thank way you. that you constantly keep feeding that into people's minds because mm -hmm. the more you say it the more they're going to recognize I'll it, the keep more doing gonna... it then for you self-love exactly. every freaking episode doing it. that's what QLC is all about and without further ado let's run the outro you have just listened to the quarter life crisis podcast with your host Shahad Mamalchi don't forget you can always watch the video version on YouTube unless you already are subscribe to the podcast leave a good review thank you Salia for coming on Salia is there any last thing you want to say let people know what you are doing for 2021 just do what makes you happy the biggest motto I go by and I'm pretty sure you know the Shahad is you only live once so do whatever you want in life don't give a shit about what other people YOLO. say and what other people have to say YOLO yes. for real yes. and just focus on yourself because at the end of the day it's just going to be about you and not what other people think because you may not be here tomorrow or next week. Love that. Just live your life to the fullest. Love that, guys. Check out Salia at Customs by Sal. Follow Thank me. You. Do all that good stuff. And I hope you enjoyed QLC with me this week. Woo! Bye, guys. Thank you. Hey, yo. Free